0: And so, like, I tell people all the time, like, get your helmet on, here comes a truth bomb. Mm-hmm. It's gonna piss you off, but it's gonna set you free one day.
1: And this is tough love. This is not being ugly to people. Like, some people might look at this as being really harsh, but we're doing you a favor when we say these things because you have to process it yourself.
0: I like a challenge. And when someone says something like that to me, yeah, it's fuel. Man, I'm digging deeper. Fuel. I'm digging deeper. It's fuel. You're exactly right. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Before we get started today on this week's episode, I have a favor to ask. I checked the analytics and I see that most of you that listen don't follow the show. So if you could, before we get started, go ahead and pause it. I'll give you a moment now. Go ahead and click the follow button. When you click that follow button, it helps us more than you will ever know. So if you like our show, if you get something from this, that's all we ask. Just help give back and just follow. Now we can begin.
1: All right. All
0: right, so let's get this started. Let's get Last started. week was our 22nd anniversary. <gasps> yeah. We've been together since 2001. February 2nd of 2001.:
1: Groundhog Day.:
0: It is Groundhog Day. I always thought that was kind of wild. Yeah. It's probably a joke there I haven't figured it out.. Uh-huh. yet. <laughs> so we decided to have an awesome weekend together. We don't do this a lot, but we had a staycation.
1: I love staycations. Kind of a
0: staycation fan, honestly. It's fun. It takes the travel stress out of it, you know? Yeah. So we went down to Dallas, which is not a far drive for us. What, 35 minutes?
1: It's like an hour now.
0: Depends on the traffic, I guess, when you leave. But a as a crow flies, I think it's like 38, 40 miles maybe yeah. straight down. Yeah, not bad. Got a nice hotel. Had an awesome dinner reservation booked. So we check in the hotel, get dinner downstairs, and we it's this awesome... Japanese fusion restaurant and we did the meal tasting which is like so you just sit down and you just say feed me basically right yeah they they bring you a course I don't know about every 15 minutes and it felt like they were never gonna end
1: yeah we were kind of (laughs) tired
0: we don't get out a lot and we're getting older so we get to bed you you know pretty early we had a 6 p.m. reservation and we didn't get out of there till after eight yeah but they fed us like um It was mostly sushi, but there was also some steak and there was some, ooh, what was it? rice
1: crispy things.
0: Crispy fried rice with spicy tuna. That was amazing. It was like on a little toothpick and you dipped it in the soy sauce and you put the fried tuna or the spicy tuna on top of it. And so at some point it felt like this is just, we needed to tell them like just cut it off. Like we're ready to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. So they gave us dessert. And the thing about a tasting menu is they give you pretty small portions. So as we're eating, we're kind of looking at each other like, are you still hungry? Because I'm still hungry. <laughs>
1: like, uh, are we gonna get a burger after this or what?
0: So we we uh, we walked back to the hotel. Luckily, the so the restaurant. This was really cool. The restaurant was in the hotel, so we literally just had to walk across the lobby, back into the elevator, back to our room. But we got to our room, <laughs> and we ordered room service.
1: It's a thing we do. It's Judge not just like want. a little
0: bit of room service. We ordered. Okay, let's go through. We ordered. We go a ham. Cheeseburger with fries. We ordered brisket quesadillas. We ordered. Chips and, chips and guacamole we ordered a fudge brownie
1: with ice cream on top with
0: ice cream on top mm-hmm. i ordered 3 scoops of ice cream vanilla they gave ice us cream too yeah they did and yeah. uh 3 warm cookies it was a chocolate chip <laughs> uh oatmeal raisin and a sugar cookie yeah so they came and brought it and that was the best part honestly it was really just the dessert right. everything else was meh
1: we only took a few bites though. but we were destroying
0: the cookies like, and whatnot and this uh-huh. this is it was a really cool room we stayed in it had a spiral staircase up to the second floor so i'm downstairs with the room service tray just kind of like picking through it and Paige is upstairs and she's like "Hi, right, throw
1: me a cookie well
0: she didn't say throw me a cookie i think you said
1: i want cookies
0: bring me a cookie <laughs> so i walked to the front of the room and there's like i could see the balcony and i started tossing cookies at her
1: cookies at me throwing
0: cookies at her and one of them landed in her drink her water cup
1: yeah but i didn't find that out until the next morning and apparently i've been drinking my water all night and there was cookies all in it
0: it was great (laughs)
1: ridiculous (laughs) it was an
0: awesome weekend for us to celebrate us we don't do this very often but it is a big deal with 22 years it was awesome but that wasn't the coolest part of the weekend no the best part of the weekend was on saturday morning we hosted an unofficial member-led e2m meetup you don't know what that is, it's basically us getting together with a bunch of the community in E2M, and we hosted a workout. We brought a table with some music and some hot coffee because it was cool outside. Yes. We posted about it online on our stories in the... Yeah, cool. It was freaking Freaking cold, cold. (laughs)
1: It's
0: like 34 degrees or something when we got up. We were like, no one's showing up for this deal. Nope. We get out to Flagpole Hill in Dallas. We set aside a space... And then just waited for people. We had a couple of close friends. So we've got a a small group of people we started this thing with. It's uh, James, Belly, and Stephanie. So we knew that they would be there. Mm -hmm. And James filmed the video, and he did an amazing job of it. If you don't know James through the community, check him out on Instagram. It's at thekid.james. He's a sneakerhead. He's got awesome content. He's a great friend of ours. But anyway, then people started showing up. Sort of in droves, like right about nine o'clock when we were getting started, people started showing up and we no, only knew a handful of them. Pamela was there. She brought her portable pole. Yeah. Which that is, was I mean, if for lack of a better term for me, I don't know what the actual term is, it's a stripper pole. Yeah. And she's not a stripper, but she is incredibly strong and uses this thing for fitness. Yeah. And really art. It's like very artistic. It's so really amazing. cool. So I got, I got to check out she's a stripper such a pole. Badass. I got on the stripper pole. That was fun. Paige got on the stripper pole. That was cool. Awkward. Who would have thought I'd have been a better stripper than her?
1: Right. You were a natural.
0: <laughs> but there was this guy who showed up and he drove from three hours out mm-hmm. from Lufkin, Texas, to be there with us.
1: I thought that was so cool.
0: To be there with the community, to be out there. And then it it kind of clicked in us. And this is a this is a subject that forgive me if I get off base, but I'm extremely passionate about. I'm trying to keep this thing. I'm trying to keep the outline as straight as possible so I don't miss anything or start rambling, but it's about accountability. And it's something we've covered before, but we're going to do it in a different way. Mm -hmm. I will start it off with a caveat. The truth will set you free, but at first it's going to piss you off. Yep. So some of you may be offended by this and I don't want you to be offended. I want you to stick with me. Right. If, If the shoe fits, the shoe fits. We'll address that later in the episode, but just stick with me. So this is true for both of us. We've had and we've seen people reach out to say, be my accountability partner. Mm-hmm. So what is an accountability partner and like how people understand it, Paige? Like How do most people define an accountability partner?
1: Somebody who's going to be there for you and tell you what to do constantly and hold your hand and uh, wake you up and call you and call you out. I mean... That kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. So in terms of exercise, this is, I guess, not a new thing. I think this has always been around where you've got people that you, you work out with and people that you kind of stay in touch with as you're going through something. Like I know when I started CrossFit years and years ago, I I had a couple, two really good friends, Ryan and Jeff, and we stayed in touch and we were always chatting throughout the day and you kind of keep each other accountable, but it wasn't really accountability. Like if I missed a workout they weren't calling my phone asking where I was. No, They weren't making sure I was eating when I was supposed to eat. Right. It was really more or less just like kind of support as you're going through the changes of trying to get fit. I think that's more of what it was. And that's kind of more of what we have with James and Belly and Stephanie as well. It's just like a place to kind of just vent sometimes about like this is tough, you know? Right. But accountability partner, the way that I see this come up all the time and it happens in sobriety, it happens in fitness especially and less of an extent in business, but it happens there too. Right? people who were, they basically want you to be their seeing eye dog. They want you to be their 24 seven companion that follows them around and make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And they're always asking people to do this for them. It's like, Hey, I fell off. I need an accountability partner. I see that a lot. And I've got some really, really strong opinions about this.
1: Yes, he does.
0: That are not popular um david goggins-esque and we are not affiliated with e2m and our opinions do not reflect those of e2m Uh, we are members and we both found tons of great things we love about it so by no means if you're hearing this think that this is the same energy that they carry. They probably have a different take on this. This is just our experience and our personal opinion with yes. accountability partners. I want to make that clear first right. and get that out of the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that accountability partners are the biggest load of garbage that have ever been. It's the biggest lie ever told to anybody is that an accountability partner is your key to getting what you want in life. What are your thoughts on this? Here we go. What do you, what do you think about this? <laughs> I
1: love your passion on it. Um, I would say I, I agree with you to an extent. I mean, I've, I, I was the type of person who I did want somebody to hold my hand and tell me what to do and be there for me. But I learned in the end that all it did was enable me to keep doing what I was doing. It wasn't sustainable.
0: That's what I always ask people when they have these. It's almost like they're asking someone to. Basically, like I need you to fill in for my brain for a while and make sure that I do things that I know I'm not going to do on my own. And how's that working for you?
1: Right, and I had to say, when I started this process with myself, I did not have partners. I never wanted partners. I didn't need partners because I wanted it really bad.
0: <laughs> and we'll get to that. Okay, but... <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But it got me doing some research into accountability. Now, the business community has studied and tracked accountability for eons. Because if you want your business to run properly, you need to have accountability built in via processes and KPIs and key performance indicators. So yeah, you, you look at your people and how are they performing? How are they doing their jobs, right? right. Now accountability, let's look at the history of accountability and like what it really is. Right. I got pissed off and I just, we decided to do an episode about this when <laughs> I looked at the definition of accountability. Accountability, a a synonym for accountability is responsibility. Yeah. It's responsibility. Okay, when you ask me to be your accountability partner, let's turn that. I need someone to make me responsible. That short circuits my brain so bad. It makes me want to throw a chair. (laughs) It really does. It just drives me (laughs) We're going
1: back there, babe.
0: (laughs) I'm trying not to throw (laughs) stuff anymore. But- To ask someone to make you responsible is it's so off base. Like we are on the, on different planets. When you ask me to make you responsible for yourself. Yeah. I can, I can only do a couple of things as your quote unquote accountability partner. I can tell you what I did to be successful. Yep. I can give you inspiration Mm -hmm. and I can help pick you up sometimes whenever you're struggling. Absolutely. Here's the deal though. I ain't reaching out to you no. to ask if you need help.
1: Right. Or ask if you did what you told me you need to do.
0: I'm not doing it. Right. In sobriety, this happens a lot. And, and if you're someone I've worked with, I'm not referring to you specifically. I promise you. This has happened to me for a decade now of people reaching out to me. Hey, I would love for you to walk me through the 12-step program. Yeah, I'm like, that's great. Here's rule number one. I'm not calling you.
1: It's like blows their mind when you say this. they're like, wait,
0: what? Like, no, like I need someone who's going to like call in and like check on me and make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I will tell them "Then you need to find someone else. You can miss me with that. That's not what this is about. So my sponsor told me that day one, right? Scott told me 10 years ago, he said, I will not call you. And in 10 years, Scott has called me like one time yeah. and it was for something completely irrelevant. It was like a question about what I do for a living. Yeah. Like he had a very specific question about logistics, but it was not, Hey, how you doing, buddy? Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Are, are you going to meetings like you're supposed to? At no point did he ever say that to me. He's never said that to me. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate him letting me know up front that's the way this thing worked. And I, I am sure that there are people in, in the program who may hear this and disagree with it. But I'm not budging on it because it's worked for me and I've seen it work for plenty of others. Agreed. And I have not met someone yet who has babysat other people basically. Right. Right. And that they got anything from it. Right. Maybe short term you'll get some benefit yes. from it. Yes. But it's not sustainable because Ooh. you're not learning how to do this stuff on your own if I'm asking you. So then it got me really thinking about what's the history of accountability. I mentioned that business track this for a long time. So there's a lot of data and studies on how accountability works in a business. But then let's think about accountability. Let's go further back. Let's look at accountability when you were a child. What did that look like? So Paige, like, what's the first form of accountability for a child? Who is it that it's holds them accountable? Exactly. So our entire lives, it we were we we're wired for accountability Absolutely. to some degree, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's always a superior, yep, and you are the inferior, Yep. the subordinate, mm-hmm. and we are told what to do. Exactly. And they're are punishments for not doing what you're supposed to do, Mm -hmm. and there are rewards Rewards. for doing what you're supposed to do. That is how we think of accountability and discipline in general, Mm -hmm. is that there's a system in place for it. right? So when you think about your parents, it works that way. When you think about your job, it works the exact same way. Mm -hmm. You've got a supervisor, you've got a boss of some kind, I don't know what they are, or a manager or something, or somebody who essentially tracks what you're doing and they reward you, give you feedback, or they punish you if you're doing the wrong thing. And for people, it gives them this nice little box to operate in. It's right. structure. Yeah, Humans, we crave structure oh, at yeah. our core. Like We need it. We think we don't, but we right. crave structure because yeah. it's in us from day one. Mm-hmm. It's in us from day one. You think about, let's go on a bigger level, a more macro level of this would be society as a whole. We have the, the cops, <laughs> we have the government. And we've got citizens and we have to operate within certain guidelines or you can be punished. I don't really think the government rewards. I guess your reward is not getting an IRS letter. Your reward is not going to jail. But we have consequences and there is a structure in place. Mm -hmm. Now let's think about fitness and sobriety in particular. Mm -hmm. What and who is the superior? There's not one. Our brains break when we have to be our own boss. Yes. That's what the episode's about. That's what we're getting at. I think I did a decent job of getting us there. Yes. Took 15 minutes, but we're here. It's okay. How do you be your own boss? How do you be the CEO of your own life and your own brain when we are raised to work within this confined structure of do this, get that, do this, get that? Mm -hmm. Because I can tell someone in sobriety or in fitness, if you do this, you'll get that. And they understand it. These pe- people aren't dumb. They get yeah. it. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. But then they don't do it. Yes, because there's no punishment for not doing it. Yes, the punishment is you go to the doctor and you're pre-diabetic or uh-huh. your cholesterol's through the roof or your blood pressure's insane. Right. Or in sobriety, you, you, lose you your keep family. drinking, you lose your family, you end up in jail, you get DWIs. There are consequences, right? Yes. But you have to be your own boss. Yeah. And it's so difficult for people to understand. I think for me, intuitively as a kid, for whatever reason, I was wired to, I don't want to, I don't like the term entrepreneur, but I was self-sufficient, I suppose. Yeah. Like I just, I always admired people that were able to kind of carve their own path. And I I just, I mirrored a lot of that growing yes. up. The so only way I can describe it yes. is that, you know, I was always coming up with schemes like man, we could start a business doing that or this, or I could go about things differently than the other people and, and see what happens. it was just, it was always in me to sort of do things differently. And so it wasn't, this wasn't tough for me. Like it wasn't like I talk about, you
1: never liked authority. No, I didn't. Did I? (laughs) So,
0: (laughs) but I think like people will, so I'm, I'm what they call a one chip wonder in recovery. And it's, it's rare. I'm not going to lie to you. It's rare. It's not something I really brag about, but it is rare, but I think there are reasons for it. And part of them were just sort of in me. Um, I was always willing to listen to people that had achieved what I wanted mm-hmm. and just do what they did. Yeah. It was no more complicated than that. Right. It was like, show me what you did. And then it would tell me and then I would just do that. Yep. I, I didn't need like this reward or punishment system necessarily. It was like, just show me what to do and I'm going to figure it out. Right. I had I this, you know, this thought that we get. It's the same thought that drives us to programs like E2M or to to AA or NA or or anything else, or to reach out to us and say like, I'm broken. I don't know what to do anymore. So we reach out looking for guidance. Mm-hmm. We're not talking, we're not saying guidance is bad. No. Guidance is great.
1: Guidance is awesome.
0: It's the accountability piece that I think just drives me absolutely nuts. Yeah. Because I can't make you responsible for yourself.
1: There you go. I can't That's make it, you right responsible
0: there. for yourself. But yeah, the entire point of our Our mission here, our podcast, what we do in Tufo till the wheels fall off is to give people direction, is to give people inspiration and is to help people. So we did some brain damage Mm -hmm. over the last weekend to sort of go through and dissect our journeys and figure out four things that we think really helped us get to where we are today. Yes. So we're going to cover some of those things. Okay. So communities, Number one, communities. When I say communities, the first thing that comes to mind would be E2M, I think. Oh, yeah. If it's not E2M, it's some other organization that does something similar. I mean, the fitness industry is huge. There there are online communities or physical communities. Like I had the CrossFit box early on. Maybe you've got a gym where you've got people you meet with. But more so than that, like E2M's got, I don't know, what, 200,000 members or something like that? Just about. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a place to go and struggle with others. Yeah. If it's anything at all, that's it. Right. Because it's not easy. You're going to be there. You're going to be able to struggle with people. You can also follow creators, Mm -hmm. creators like us. Let's just throw us out there, right? Because we're here. You're listening to us. But you've got videos of us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, places to go and see people to get inspired, to get filled with inspiration. Mm Mm-hmm. To find other people in the same boat. Jeff is... So Jeff Jeff Witherspoon, the CEO of E2M, does something that I always thought was super cool for a CEO to do. Because generally, as a CEO, you don't want to give yourself a job. You want to, you want to lead a business. But he does an incredible job of inspiring others by going live every single night mm-hmm. and keeping people inspired. Yes. So the community in itself...
1: It gives you a place
0: to vent. And then AA, we've got meetings for that, right? Right. So this is, this is a common theme in everything that we touch. Mm -hmm. And so if it's mental health, you've got, you've got online communities for that. Yep. You've got, well, therapists, got therapists you can go and see. Mm -hmm. You've got other people who are dealing with the same things.
1: Yeah. And like, I was thinking like with therapy, like they don't, reach out to me. It's a
0: great point. Whenever does your therapist call you and say, no. what are you doing? And are you doing what I asked you? She told me
1: specifically that she wouldn't do that. She's like, I'm not going to call you if you're not going to come in. I'm not going to reach out to you or email you. It's my responsibility to contact her when I have a problem, not the other way around, because I'm the one who has a problem, right? Not her. She did the work. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> she doesn't need, you know, to contact me to make sure everything is, Peachy Keen, because it's my responsibility. It's not going to hurt her if I don't do what she told me to do. Yeah,
0: responsibility comes from the inside. Yeah. Like, stop looking for the shortcut and just do the work. Mm -hmm. If there's one thing, like, put that on my headstone.
1: You asked me to put a lot of shit on your headstone, dear. Yeah, I've got a list. You well, we make should a release damn.
0: that list one day. There's a lot of stuff I tell her. This damn all notebook the time. for this. But that's one of them. Like, stop looking for the shortcut and just do the work. <laughs> yeah. More people look for shortcuts and ways around things, but responsibility comes from the inside. Yeah. Just like when I needed help in the program, like for AA, for instance, I would reach out to Scott. Hey, I just went through this. How do I? How did you handle this? Right. And he would tell me what he did. Yeah. He's not giving me like. 10 commandment type solutions from above. He's just telling me what he did. And I'm like, cool. Thanks. I appreciate it. He would also say, by the way, you should read that book that everyone reads mm-hmm. the, the big, big book of AA. There's mm-hmm. some answers in there, cat. Yeah. And so I would read some of that. Okay. Yeah. It's right there on the paper, yeah. you know, but there are solutions. If, if I reach out, there are solutions. Right. Almost always.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Here's another one that we both have done. And I recommend you make a list. Mm-hmm. I would do it on paper first. Yeah. Make a list. Make it tangible. Make it real. If it's a super personal goal, I wouldn't necessarily recommend putting this up somewhere, but you need to keep it in a place where you see it every single day. So for me, throughout my life, I have had this list. I When I, when I wanted to get sober, I had written down in the margins of my book everything that I wanted to get out of sobriety. Mm-hmm. Everything. And it was specific. When it came to fitness... I knew in my mind what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted to get fit. I started out with a group of guys, and here's a short story on why accountability partners don't work. Uh Uh-huh. People are fallible. Yes. People are people too. Right. They're going through things as well. Yes. So if I rested my outcome on someone else and they give up, then Mm -hmm. what happens? Right. I fall apart too. Mm -hmm. So it's got to come from within. Yep. I started working out with a couple of guys, and we had, I mean, I wanted it. I wanted this thing so bad that it would give me goosebumps when I started talking about it. To this day, it still happens. Mm -hmm. The desire for my goal knows no bounds. I will get it. I don't give a damn. What I have to do to get it, I'm going to get it. So whatever that goal is for you, Mm -hmm. if it's in business, if it's to make $100 million in 10 years, if it's for fitness, if you want a six-pack and you want to look killer on the beach or have an offensive booty, like Shauna (laughs) Shauna said, which I love that. I love it. It's cracking me up. But it's a specific goal. And she put it out there and made it real. I don't know how serious she was about it, but I'm sure there's some truth to it. Oh, yeah. But for you, you had goals as well. I had it in my mind what I wanted to achieve and what I wanted to look at. Mm-hmm. Anytime things got dark, I'd go back to that list. And I would read it in the morning out loud in affirmation. And I would read it before I went to bed. Yeah. I want this. Don't forget you want this. Sobriety, fitness, business. I have a list for each of them. Yeah, And I read it in the morning and I read it at night. Eventually it becomes something. So part of you, you don't necessarily have to look at it, but keep it somewhere. So when things get dark, you can go back to it and read it. Mm-hmm. Like I've got my 10 year plan hanging up in my closet that you, you framed for me. I did. Which is a really cool gift. And I can recommend doing that. If you can do that, do that. So make the list. Drive doesn't come from other people. No. Only thing that can come from someone else is inspiration. Yep. Like other people can inspire you to get closer to what you want, but they cannot do it for you. The drive comes from within. Here's something I've had to tell people that's really difficult in fitness and in sobriety. You're not ready yet. Yep. You're just not ready. You don't want this bad enough. Mm -hmm. If you're not willing to do the couple of really short things that I've asked you to do so far, when you came to me for help. Mm -hmm. You are not ready. Yep. If you got a problem with that stuff, just truth wait bomb. until it gets tough. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I tell people all the time, get your helmet on. Here comes a truth bomb. Mm-hmm. It's going to piss you off, but it's going to set you free one day. And
1: this is tough love. This is not being ugly to people. Like some people might look at this as being really harsh, but we're doing you a favor when we say these things because you have to process it yourself.
0: I like a challenge. And when someone says something like that to me. Yeah. It's fuel, man. I'm digging deeper. Fuel. I'm digging deeper. It's fuel. You're exactly right. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. This is a way as we were thinking about the episode, how do we make people CEOs that don't want to be,
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> how do we make people CEOs of their own mind and their own life without that accountability there? And it's coming through discipline. Yep. It comes through discipline starts with the goal. So the communities, the goal, having that goal somewhere, and then we have to start being accountable to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we mentioned that drive comes from within, not from others. Mm-hmm. Inspiration can come from from other people. But you have to start being accountable to yourself because we've already mentioned there is no such thing as a punishment reward system in fitness. No one is going to come to you unless you're paying them. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there are people out there that charge you money to like check in on you yeah but like no one in their right mind has a time to like worry about their their job their kids what they're doing like their life right because they have to keep themselves alive mm-hmm. and then be like oh i wonder what harry in north dakota is doing right now i better check on him yeah no no let's be self-sufficient let's let that be the goal
1: mm-hmm.
0: let's let's work toward that so for me i had to get obsessed about my goal yes be like, obsessed utterly obsessed about it mm-hmm. When it came to sobriety, it was like, dude, if you tell me to cut off my toes right now with bolt cutters, I'll do it. If if that's what you did to help, whatever it is, I will do it. I got obsessed with it. I was thinking about it all day long. I was reading about it all day long. I was going to meetings. I was being extra. Yep. In fitness, I did the same thing. I got super extra about it. I got obsessed about it. Right. I was utterly obsessed with my goal and what I wanted.
1: Yes. And And then then it balanced out, though, too. It does over time. Over time. Over time, right. you,
0: you learn how to balance. So, I, I just it. want
1: to make that clear that it's unhealthy to be obsessed with something for a very long period she, of you time. You make a
0: great point. This is in the beginning. Right. In the this beginning. This is
1: whenever you need to start making the changes in your mind and your actions. Yeah. Be obsessed.
0: Yeah. In the beginning, you need to be obsessed about yeah. it. Yeah. That's you where really the do.
1: change is going to occur.
0: Like when you were getting fit, Paige. So, Paige lost like 50, 60 pounds or something like 50 that. 50 pounds. She has yeah. transformed. I mean, she is. We posted some pictures smoking hot this weekend. Thank you. I was very uncomfortable
1: in that dress, but you're
0: not used to wearing it, but man, you rocked it. (laughs) Oh my God. Thank you, baby. But anyway, (laughs) you knew what you wanted and you got obsessed about it.
1: I did. I actually, like the, even the first six months that I wanted to make a transformation, I was obsessed that I, I did. I didn't beat myself up if I failed. We'll talk about that in a minute, but I did become obsessed with, The goal, And I focused just on that.
0: You've got to want this so effing bad. It like, it hurts. Yeah. Like I want this more than anything. Oh my God. This is the only thing I want. I just want this. Mm -hmm. If you're not at that point, you can miss me in the DMS with be my accountability partner.
1: Right.
0: Here's what I will offer people to be their accountability partner. And I tell them this. So in, in AA, it's more or less sponsorship, but I tell guys this all the time. You call me, first of all, you call me, mm-hmm. call me every day. Every day. I may not even pick up the phone, but the simple act of you reaching out to call me means that you're being accountable. Exactly. You're being accountable. Yeah. Sometimes I may pick up, and we might have a really short conversation about your day. Mm-hmm. If you really need me, shoot me a text, leave me a message, and I will call you back. Yeah. And we can, we, we, we meet up and do all these other things, but that's like the first simple thing that I do to people. It, it's a sign to me that they want this so bad it hurts. Yeah. In fitness, I tell people, something very similar. Mm -hmm. Here's what I did. And you can reach out to me if you're struggling and I will pick you up. As long as you're willing to take the shirt off of your back, I'm willing to take the shirt off of mine. Right. But that does not include waking you up, checking on your water levels, checking Mm -hmm. to see what you ate, Mm -hmm. checking to see if you worked out and checking to see if you're on plan. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Right. No one ever did this for me. And it's not like it was out of spite that I don't do it for anyone else. Thank you. Yes. It's that. I wouldn't it have learned if worked. someone did it for me.
1: Exactly. exactly. I would have never
0: learned how to be dis- disciplined enough nope. to carry my own weight. Yeah. And to be my own CEO and to manage my own life and my goals and what I wanted, mm-hmm. I was never going to get it doing it my, uh, doing it through someone. Through else. someone else.
1: Totally felt that.
0: People are fallible. If it's if it's Harry's job to keep me to keep me sober or, or to keep me fit, what happens if Harry falls off? Yeah. What do you do? Right. I'm just lost in the ocean now and I'm screwed because my one and only outlet is now gone. The other thing. So another piece of this, if you're going to be managing yourself, there's one thing that is more important than anything. And it's having integrity Mm -hmm. and having principles and honesty. There are more people that lie to themselves. I mean, and I've been here. I ain't criticizing anybody. I lied to myself and I had no integrity, no principles. I've often said there's a there's a factory inside of my head. One half of it manufactures bullshit all day long and the other half sells it. Yep. I can lie to myself and make excuses for why I didn't do something easier than anybody. To truly drive this deal and get what you want with your goals, you have to shut the factory down. Mm-hmm. And you have to get really honest about why you do things. Mm-hmm. It's tough for black or white thinkers, I think. Yeah. Really tough because failure is okay. Yeah. As long as you promise to learn from it.
1: Yes. So
0: failure is okay. As long as you promise to learn from it, there is an asterisk in that there's a caveat to that. Yeah. It doesn't mean give yourself grace and just give up. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean give yourself grace and keep making the same mistakes over and over and over. Right. It's okay. I'm new to a diet. I haven't ever dieted before. They told me, I had to only eat at these times and I had to only eat these foods, but I had a really bad craving because I was stressed out from work and I caved and I ate a Snickers bar. That's not the end of it. It's okay. It's okay. Let's talk about it though. Let's just do an autopsy of that. Right. So you got stressed and you chose to make a decision that was against your principles Mm -hmm. and you were, but you were honest with yourself about why you did it. So there's hope for you yet. Mm -hmm. The next time you're stressed, let's try to take a different action. Right. And you can fix that. That's yes. where progress comes from. Yep. I actually welcome failure in whatever I'm trying because I feel like if I'm not failing, I'm not trying hard enough. Yeah. Uh, my goal isn't drastic enough if I'm not failing. Right. You know, like right. in starting this, in starting Tufo, you and I have failed more times than we can count. Absolutely. It may not look like it to you guys, but believe me, we've, we have failed and failed and failed and We just we learn to
1: pivot and we figure out... Figure
0: out why. why let's and move on. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going. Let's not give up. It's
1: not holding us down. When
0: it comes to alcohol, when it comes to food, when it comes to cravings in general, cravings last about 15 minutes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: 15 minutes. If you can get through 15 minutes, there's hope for you yet. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. So in those 15 minutes, this is where there's a gray area for accountability. Mm-hmm. If in that 15 minute period, you decide to pick up the phone instead of picking up a drink, Mm -hmm. or if you decide to pick up the phone instead of picking up a Snickers bar Mm -hmm. and you call me, that's a privilege. Right. And I will honor that by Mm -hmm. picking up the phone and talking to you. Yep. That is accountability. Yes. Accountability is not the other way around where I call you and read your mind and think, man, I wonder if he's thinking about eating a Snickers bar. I should reach out. Yeah. I wonder if he's thinking about drinking today. Maybe I should reach out to him. Mm -hmm. Heck no. Mm -mm. But I've had people call and say, I'm jonesing. I'm about to drink. I don't know what to do. I called you, mm-hmm. and like it, it's the biggest honor you could ever get. It's like, dude, okay, I've been there. I will walk someone through that. Yeah, I'm fine with that
1: for sure. But
0: I'm not calling you to say, hey, I haven't heard from you in a couple of days. How you doing? Not yeah, doing it, right? So when you when you get through these things and you've got support through a community, you've got your goals clearly defined, and you start being accountable to yourself, is there any greater feeling? No, there's not.
1: Man, it is.
0: There, the first time, I remember the first time I was like walking around sober and I was like, oh my God, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Then you have the most magical thought in the world, which is, man, why not me? Like, why can't I be one of those people I've always looked up to? Like, I could do this. Yeah. I just proved to myself I could do it. Right. Right. I get addicted to that.
1: Exactly. That is
0: that is like crap to me. It is. And it is for you too.
1: Absolutely. To,
0: to that, that feeling of self-sufficiency mm-hmm. that you no longer need excuses or anybody, anybody else, else to get what you want in this life. Yep. That is what I'm after. Yep. All the time. Mm-hmm. When you have that feeling that like, holy hell, I'm doing it. Yeah. Like it's when you're fit and like you've you've been fit for a while, you understand what I mean. If you think back to that feeling when you were new. And you got through those first couple of weeks and you're like, I'm doing it. Like mm-hmm. I'm doing exactly what they said. Like I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Now the results don't come right away. No, they don't. And maybe your family's still in shambles if you're drinking or if you were drinking for a long time, right. that's okay. Right. You're doing it. Yeah. Keep doing it. Yeah. And that brings us to our last point. Stay mm-hmm. consistent.
1: Stay consistent.
0: Do not get lazy and change the recipe.
1: Nope.
0: Don't be like a fast food place that has a really great product and then they sell out and go national. And now they water down everything, and their food's crappy. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get. You're not going to get the same thing. Stay consistent and do the same things that got you to where you are forever. Yeah. Why would you change it? Right. If it's not broken. If
1: it's not broken, keep exactly. Working
0: on it. In fact, keep building on it. Build on it. Yes. Keep building on it. Like, why would you stop doing it? Yeah. So I know this is kind of a. I, man, I, I hope this is clear when we go back and listen to this <laughs> because this episode, I have so much passion. We both do so much passion about this, but yeah people cannot be your seeing eye dog and it's not necessarily your fault that the world was built for accountability Mm -hmm. and like this structure we talked about yeah but it is your responsibility if you want out yep it's your responsibility Mm -hmm. it is not my responsibility to check on you right it's not Mm -mm. so to recap how to find a community yep find a supportive community. If that's through AA, if that's through a a digital creator, if that's through a fitness community, make a list. Number two, make a list. Yep. Making a list will make this real. It will make it real. Write down what you want in this life. Exactly. And also make a separate list. I'll do this one too. Let's throw this in there. How your current actions have hurt you.
1: Yes. So
0: if you're a drinker, Write it out on paper mm-hmm. so that so the second list you make, which is what I want, becomes real and tangible. Mm-hmm. So you see what you're fighting for. Mm-hmm. We talked about that in the scars episode. Yeah. What are you fighting for? Are you fighting for your health? Are you fighting for your marriage? You're fighting for your kids. Are you fighting for your retirement and your financial well-being? What are we fighting for? Yeah. Make it real first, how your actions are affecting it. So the next time so you go to make the second list, which is what I really want, it has depth and weight. The third one. Be, start being accountable to yourself. Yep. Stop depending on others. Get obsessed, get obsessed about what you want. Write down your goal. Post it up. Recite it day and night. Develop integrity. Honesty and principles. Honesty and principles. Stop lying to yourself. Fire the factory. Shut the factory down. We're not selling ourselves lies anymore. Nope. The last one, stay consistent. Yeah. Stay consistent and do not get lazy and change the recipe. Yep. So... I think we got this across. We will include some digital material with this as well. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm sure there's something we've missed. So there would be some carousels or some kind of some, we'll put something out there on our, our socials and along with some reels and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, Do you have anything else on this, on this? This is no, it's a big one. I know there's a ton, but
1: yeah, like this one, you, you nailed it. I don't have, I agree with you and you did really awesome. I love your passion for it.
0: Yeah. So we're so used to being held accountable in life that we've no one no one has ever taught us how to be accountable for ourselves. How to be personally accountable.
1: And like I said, it doesn't make us assholes if we don't reach out to you. It's not there's a, a process to it. There's a reason for it.
0: And here's another thing. Even if I wanted to, I'd be screwing you in the long
1: run. Exactly. That's what I mean. That's why it's tough love. Like we're doing you a favor. Like like
0: I'm human. I have feelings. Like when you reach out, when someone reaches out to me personally, you think we
1: don't want to fix it for you? You think
0: I don't care? Like, of course I care. I just know that if I do it for you, you're never going to get this. You're not going to get it. Like I'm screwing you.
1: You have to go through the process yourself.
0: You have to. Like I think about guys that quit calling me. I think about guys that stop messaging me. I'm like, God, I hope he's doing okay. But he's never going to really get this thing Mm -hmm. if, if it's up to me. Yep. It's just not. Right. So I think that, that we've got this thing about covered. Yep. If you enjoyed this program, if this helped you, please follow. Like we said at the beginning, please follow. It helps us more than you'll know. We are now on YouTube. We've got a YouTube up till the wheels fall off. You can find the link for that in our Instagram page. Yep. Uh, we're on Facebook at two Couple. We are on IG at Twofo underscore couple. TikTok mm-hmm. at Twofo underscore couple. And YouTube at Tufo underscore couple. We are on all the things now. <laughs> and credit page on this. She has been crushing it. Thanks, babe. She, I mean, she crushes <laughs> it. She she handles content creation as far as what we actually discuss. And she's also out there putting the stuff in the world so that you guys can see it and you get something from it. So making this thing tangible. It's been so fun doing this with you. This I know. So it cool. is fun. This I is love so it. Cool. <laughs> all right. So if you haven't already, please subscribe. Please follow does more for us than you'll ever know and leave a review we put something you really like out there share it share it with people you think it may help too. help us grow it's gonna it's gonna lead to great things for all of us involved uh I think that's it so until next time I am Matt I'm Paige and we'll see you
1: bye